Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here on the phone with Heather Shoemaker. How you doing, Heather? I'm doing great. I had a panic attack three minutes before I called you. Um, no. I went to plug my phone into the magic wire that allows you to be on the podcast, and and my phone was just blank. And I'm I'm pushing the home button, and nothing is happening. And I start hyperventilating because uh, um, Apple just did a, a up to their operating system yesterday and I, I thought my phone had turned into a brick for some reason and uh, then then I remembered that half an hour earlier I'd, I'd, I'd shut it off and uh, hadn't hadn't turned it back on and so once I I pushed the power button push the every everything was everything no, was good you need a little more play in your life. well I think maybe I should <laughs> sadly my iPhone has been my my most used toy lately and that's that's kind of bumming me out but yeah um, maybe Let's we should talk about toys. maybe we should talk about toys the whole purpose of why toys are important and why we keep buying them for kids and are we getting them the right ones and what's the point anyway where do we start well I just get a looking at this every year, the, the um, National Toy Hall of Fame, which is out of um, Rochester. And in the past, they have often picked some really great toys. Um, you know, my favorite is the stick. The stick one. 2009, the ball was added to the list. The ball, yeah. I mean, these are so many things you can do with the ball. Um but this year, there's some great ones, including, I mean, they haven't chosen yet, but they have, um, they have the paper airplane. I mean, that's, how old is that as a toy? And sand, just sand. So, we've got to go back to Neanderthals. I, I went online and, sand. I went online and voted um, before we recorded, and, and it, after you vote, it, it pops up with the, the current, the current standings, and, um. Sand. Yeah, I think the Pez lobbyists. Yeah, Sand has got one point four one point four seven percent of the vote. Um, Pez is standing at forty two percent of the vote now, and that's that's just disheartening. You know, you know, it's all about big Pez out there marketing to to get on, added to the museum. Well, it's interesting because you know, uh, uh, Pez candies are kind of fun to make a little head go up and down, but. Can't really play with it. It's not. I mean, it's 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 a it's a moment of entertainment. But yeah. To me, that's what it is. It's not at the level of toy. I haven't. I've seen kids play with a lot of things, but I actually haven't seen them lining up little Pez dispensers and having games with them. Just opening the head and eating the candy because it's got sugar in it. Now, yeah, and I've 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 seen it. Um, I remember when our kids were small on on car trips, we would pick these dumb things up because I just liked 
them. Um, and, and they were a fond memory I had of my childhood. And so the kids had, you know, each one of them had probably two or three of them. And, uh, and we'd been on the car trip, a car trip and, and they, they picked up uh, a couple more and in, in the back of the car and we're driving across like North Dakota or something. And it's just flat and barren and not a lot to see out the window. And, and, uh, some backseat dramatic play got started with i think they were star wars pez dispensers at the time but but for kids to use something like that as a a toy i think they have to be experienced players um yeah and I prefer the 2011 selection which is the blanket the blanket that's a great one and and uh, well you can do so much with it oh yeah yeah it becomes and and i think that's I mean, when we're looking for toys, what we should be looking for really is is flexibility, huh? Like the cardboard box, which it, also won. Yeah, 2000, so 2005. Maybe you don't have to be too sad because these popular votes, I mean, it's not like the presidential election electoral college, <laughs> but they do have a system with the Toy Hall of Fame. And even though they're collecting people's votes, it says final ones will be selected on the advice of a national selection advisory committee. And if in the past they've been the sort of people that vote in sticks and blankets and cardboard boxes, then I think we have some hope. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how you get on that committee. Oh, great. Okay, this is our new challenge. Oh, podcast listeners, you need to uh, uh, lobby the, uh, the Strong Museum National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York, to put, uh, to put Heather on, uh, on that committee. Um, I don't know how you do that, but we've got some resourceful listeners. I'm sure some people will figure it out. That would be awesome to get to be on that committee. Um, so what was your favorite toy when you were a young person playing with toys? can you know make all kinds I used to make little forts a lot and I think as adults we often forget kids like little spaces but once you give them a blanket and free reign to put it over a card table or the sofa or wherever um, that'll keep people uh, little people busy for hours doing all kinds of games yeah in our oh go blanket. ahead yeah big in, in, in our family child care program we would we would uh, uh, bring them outside and they would go over the picnic table, and, and I mean, for some kids, it's like a blanket outside. I can, I can, I can take this in the sandbox, and uh, they'd almost hyperventilate with joy. And uh, but they, they'd be hauling big sticks around or boards, other loose parts we had, and and uh, they would, they would be doing all that structure building outside with the, with the blankets, and and I found that really delightful because I had such fond memories of, of building forts in the living room when I was a kid to watch cartoons or to hide out or to read comic books or whatever it was. And I was a pretty big sand kid, too. You know, sand is, sand is good stuff. And I, if, if you put an adult in a, on a beach or pile of sand, you get all ages playing with it. It's just impossible not to. So that's, that, that one is very intriguing. It's not the bucket, not the shovel, but the sand itself. The sand itself. Yeah, I hope that, I hope that comes up. We might have to, I might have to put that on Facebook and get and I encourage people to. I'm, I'm. I'm just sad the way Uno isn't even is even doing better than the sand. Uno was fun. Transformers. I'm surprised Transformers right now is at three and a quarter per a third percent. But I, I'm surprised the Transformer lobby hasn't hasn't pulled in. Uh, 
Oh, no, yeah, Hot Wheels got, got I see, I was a Hot Wheels kid. I had a couple of Matchbox cars, but it was mostly Hot Wheels, and they were inducted in 2011. Um, play so, food is on there, which is interesting, but, you know, you can make play food out of sand and mud. I mean, that's yeah. the first play food is, is that. Um, they also have the whiffle ball, and a whiffle ball is a particular kind of ball, but sure, that ball's been around for a long time, and it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a ball that... It's a good ball, but there's, um, I'm just, I'm voting for either, I mean, I've already voted. If you want to know my vote, I voted for sand. I voted but for sand as well. If I had to vote for multiple times, if you're allowed to vote early and often, I would then vote for the paper airplane. Well, apparently you can vote Voting. daily. Oh, you can vote daily. <laughs> Somebody is doing that for the Pez group. Yeah, yeah, it's like one, <laughs> it's, it's like a dozen people in the, in the Pez, uh, Pez Spencer Collection Club because they're trying to they're trying to drive up the market for the uh, for the antique ones. I'm sure that's what they're up to. So it's interesting. It makes you think, though. Um, I mean, just little silly contests like this make you think about well, really, what is a toy? And and when birthdays come up and people want to give toys to kids, well, what can we give that can enhance their play? And a lot of times it free up their schedule, <laughs> not so much give them another package toy. But I remember one time um, I was I was giving my child some Christmas presents, and I went to the, the pet aisle and bought him a, a 30-cent plastic dog bone, <laughs> you know, a dog chew toy uh-huh. thing, <laughs> and, uh, because he loves animals and animal play, and he's had this dog bone for years, and it it, it's been in all kinds of games. I mean, he could have just drawn himself a dog bone or made one out of a stick. But this dog bone has, has been around pretty steadily for five or six years. And it just hauled out again this week to feed various dogs who were going to school and needed to pack their dog lunch for the dog school. So they had to pack their dog bone. Uh, so yeah, I, I do give presents that are the, unusual. And that same year, I went to the hardware store and uh, where they make keys. You know, where you duplicate your keys. Mm-hmm. And I just said, "Do you have any junk keys back there?" Nobody wanted. They had a whole pile of keys that don't fit anything. And I just got these free keys and gave those as a present, all wrapped up. And keys are powerful, and they can unlock treasure chests, and they can unlock. So that sort of, of course, it was cheap birthday, too, or Christmas or whatever it was. But it, it's those sorts of toys of here's a kid who loves dressing up, and he already had some blankets and capes and things like that. So are there any little props that could help enhance some of the play he might be doing? Oh, my gosh, Heather, there's a reason we're doing a podcast together. Two things. Um, three months ago, we got this uh, this new puppy dog, uh, GGV Husky Labrador Mix, and and I was uh, picking her up some stuff, and, and Rowan was with me at the pet store, and she found this squeaky plastic bone, and thought, oh, Papa Gigi will love this. We have to get it, and it's like $1.95. I said, oh, okay, throw it in the cart, and, and we get it, and bring it home, and I give it to the dog, and, and, uh, she chomps down on it once, and it lets out this whiny squeak, and she drops it and walks out of the room. Mm-hmm. Grandbaby Riker comes crawling over, picks it up, and has been playing with it ever since. <laughs> and yeah, then, so for kids. and then keys are, are my son Tyler. He he grew up loving keys from the time he could he could 
sit up. He wanted. He's been wanting to was wanting to drive, and so he he had just just hundreds of old keys that we we found and collected over the years. And he he would just. I, I mean, he would play for hours with with them. So uh, we. <laughs> We got a little bit of a little bit of commonality there um, with our weird our weird toy <laughs> selections. Yeah, well, there's things kids like. I mean, you can go buy something fancy in plastic that breaks, or you can, you know, give them something to unwrap that they'll actually use. Well, yeah, and we we talk about. I mean. Everybody's got a story about how how you give a kid something and they play with the packaging it came in more than they play with the toy. Right. Um, it shows that. Well, the, uh, bubble wrap. If yeah. you want to give a nice present to kids, give them some bubble wrap. <laughs> Just give them a cardboard box full of bubble wrap and, right, and they're yeah. going to be and good to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They got the box and the bubble wrap that, that's inside of it and they're going to be good for, for, for weeks. Um, you know, in presentations, I always talk about how play is in the child, not the toy. Kids bring their, their personal knowledge of the world and their interests and their experience and, and, and that, and that's, that's what ignites their play. The, the toys are, are just props that allow that internal thing to, to flow into the world. And so in most cases, the more open-ended, um, think bubble wrap and sand and cardboard boxes, the more open-ended a, a quote-unquote toy is, the more engaging it's going to be because it can become whatever they need it to be. Right, right. And another toy we use all the time, paper. Yeah, um, so many things. Paper can turn into so many things, especially when they're a little bit past the, you know, when they can do some scissors and some, some drawing with markers. Um, paper can be everything. We've got lakes, we've got polar bears, we've got a whole bank system. Everything's paper. Mm-hmm. And you can create, so if you needed a dog bone and your mother wasn't so nice as to give you a 30-cent <laughs> plastic dog bone, you can draw the dog bone and cut it out, and then you have a dog bone. But paper is really um, versatile. You can, uh, my kids who are somewhat screen deprived, they, they sometimes draw themselves computers and build, you know, whatever <laughs> they need to. I, uh, one of my kids uh, wanted to watch a football game and we don't have a TV, so we just um, stream them sometimes. So he took paper and he drew the players on the screen and he sat down and watched it. <laughs> had to build himself a, a cardboard iPad so he could sit down and stream yeah. a football game. That's but, hilarious. You know, that power of creation. Uh-huh. You want something, you create it, then you have it. So um, markers, crayons, all those just pencils and pens and paper, uh, the imagination is endless. Are, are we, are we, tape has been a favorite of mine. Um, our, our daughter, when she was young, we, for, for years at Christmas time, her favorite present was she, she knew we were getting her a big box of tape, duct tape and, and electrical tape and scotch tape and masking tape and all, all the tapes. And uh, we started doing that with Rowan now. But, but Zoe, when she was like 8, 9, 10, I mean, she spent, when, when she spent like a week in her room uh, one, one winter um, locked away building a working ferris wheel for her barbies out of drinking straws tape and old kleenex boxes and this thing was like three and a half four foot tall and it actually went around and and the barbies would go it was just it was amazing and i think she played with it for six minutes after it was done but she spent a week building it and that's that's the kind of the power of that open-ended stuff so of course you're you're touching on all the recycled objects, all those you know t- cardboard tubes and all those 
interesting little shapes and, and boxes and things. So um, most people who work with young kids already know that that's a treasure trove, but egg cartons and um, towel tubes and all wrapping paper tubes, all those things are, are wonderful. And, of course, they'll lead to things like sword fights and other things as well, which gets us into other topics. All kinds of great stuff. I think one yeah. some programs, and I think we've touched on this before too, some programs actively shy away from putting those materials into their play spaces because they worry about how it's going to look to parents. Oh, right. uh, yeah. uh, because they, they, I mean, they have this, this idea that their program needs to look like the catalog, which we've touched on before, I think. And, yeah, and, uh, and seeing these, seeing this garbage around doesn't, doesn't fit with the, the image they're trying to project for parents. And so to be able to embrace that stuff, we, some, some people need to, I mean, actively step back from, from, uh, and evaluate some of those, those, um, and we're not going for the Martha, Martha Stewart of childhood. Yeah, right. I have a, um, a popular um, blog post I wrote called How to Find a True Play-Based Preschool. And it, it basically says, look for cardboard boxes. <laughs> so make, make sure there's junk there. Um, if you see a place with things like that, then you're going to be fine. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, that's when I when I go visit programs. That's one of the things I, I I notice when I'm when I'm walking in. What's the playground look like? What's the what's the playroom floor look like? And when there's when there's that stuff, you know, you're someplace that uh, that really kind of understands play. Right. Don't worry about pretty. And so evaluate a classroom. Don't dwell on how cute and pretty it is. True play is messy. So. Make sure it's a welcoming, welcoming space for a little bit of dirt, a little bit of mess, a little bit of cardboard boxes looking somewhat chunky. I visited one program where they had a cardboard box room where it was a, just an entire room filled with boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the kids loved it. I, I, oh yeah, it that, puts that, a took a, that was hours of play. <laughs> yeah, in fact, when um, when people who've read my book. Some people are making pilgrimages to the My Childhood Preschool, which is, you know, up and running, and and um, teachers who've been there with great longevity, often 30 and 40 years. So there's a lot of good mentors to be able to watch in action, and people who've made that pilgrimage um, have, have sort of politely said, you know, it really wasn't much to look at. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's true, you know, the carpet's kind of stained, and the floor's sort of old, and you know, it's got some junk around boxes and things, uh -huh. but that dynamic relationship and respect between the teachers and the kids and the, and the welcoming of play. I mean, true play isn't exactly cute and looks like a catalog. It, it, it is a little down at heel sometimes. It's the richness of the relationships and the richness of the play. Yeah. And if you see that, I mean, they think, oh, it didn't look the way I expected, but my gosh, the and I think we, yeah, we need to start wowed by the prettiness. Yeah, I think we need to start training people to look with, with different eyes at that stuff. I, I always refer to that that the, the kind of the stained carpet and the, the paint, the, the layers of paint on the easel and stuff as, as the uh, the patina of play. You know real child led play has been going on in this space because it's not perfect looking. And I, I find a lot of a lot of beauty and, and and things to appreciate in those settings when you when you can step back and and, and look at them with, with with that perspective, but it's it's hard to do when you're 
you're sold the uh, the the catalog look of everything. As as it's about time to wrap up, uh, Heather. Any you know, it's going to be a Christmas shopping time here pretty soon for. Um, yeah, but po podcasts are evergreen, so we know there's going to be people that are getting to this in in uh, in mid November and early December. I just thought maybe we should throw out some uh, toy shopping tips for any parents that might be listening, as because uh, there's always birthday or a holiday or, or somebody else's birthday coming up. What should what should we look for when we're looking to buy toys? Well, I wouldn't necessarily go to a toy aisle. Um, you know, go to the hardware store, <laughs> go to, you know, um, some other aisle that really has nothing to do with, um, I mean, clothes pegs are pretty interesting toys. You oh, yeah. But those. And, you know, it'll help your budget, too. Most of these things are pretty cheap. Um, but, you know, the idea of what can you do to enhance, especially if you're um, shopping for a preschool age, young child age, that. Um, what can you do to enhance their imaginative dress-up play or their imaginative play? So what kind of useful prop? Do they have a cape? Maybe you can sew them a cape. Um, capes are kind of like glorified blankets. They can do a lot. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe go somewhere that's not a traditional toy aisle because really the, the big businesses are, are not thinking too much about creative play. They're thinking about marketing and having you buy more stuff when it breaks. Yeah, and and I mean that flexibility, the openness, are kind of things you want to look at. And and I mean, really looking through this toy hall of fame, you could you could do worse than than going here and looking at stuff. I mean, two thousand and seven, the kite. Nineteen ninety eight, Legos. Two thousand, the jump rope was inducted. Uh, Jacks yeah. in the year two thousand, the hula hoop, um, the frisbee. Um, I do like but I don't feel that that sort of game is an opening up to an imaginative play. But, you know, there's some good fun ones here and there. They're just kind of a hoot. Yeah, a box of crayons, That just that kind of, kind of stuff uh, uh, that allows the play that's in the child to flow out into the world. Yeah. Uh, hey, folks. Consider oh. wrapping up a lot of things that are just not um, so that they have the fun of unwrapping without a lot. You can divide toys up. Yes, yeah, so fun of the process of feeling like they're a special person without having too much extra. And then they have fifteen cardboard boxes to play with. Yeah, I had. The packaging. I'm 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 kind of a toy company myself, and I had a delivery from Amazon the other day of 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 shipping boxes. I essentially got some boxes of boxes, and uh, and and Grandbaby Rowan was beside herself with with the 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 number of of, of fresh boxes pop ahead. Um, so you could you could do worse than to go to go on Amazon and uh, and and look under uh, shipping supplies and 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 give the child in your life a box of boxes. Hey, this has been Renegade Rules. Back soon with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Share the show. Um, go, go check out Heather's website and uh, and 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 grab a book and uh, and go play. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. And we are. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.